This podcast is sponsored by Tell2App.com. Welcome to The Life of a Networker. On this podcast, we are featuring industry leaders from the network marketing profession to share with you the stories, inspiration, and leadership. Now, here is global business developer, leader in authentic sharing technology, your host, Mr. Mike Fedick. What's up, guys? It's Mike here, and hello to the life of a networker. We are excited, man. We're in the studio today with my man, Drake, and no, not Drake the rapper, even better. We got Drake the man uh, from Dallas, Texas. Drake Dennison, welcome to the studio, my friend. How's it going, boss? How are you? Man, we're just doing awesome, man. I'll give you a kind of a little uh, a snapshot here, man. The audience that always listens into the podcast is is really the group of networkers that are looking to get to where you are, right? You know, this this group is, you know, some of them, most of them part-time, making an extra 500 bucks a month, some making 500 a week, uh, but everybody's chasing what I call that golden number, which is 10 grand a month. Once you get to 10 grand a month, your life changes, your bills get paid. Uh, and some people say, Mike, I wanna make 10 grand a day. Well, that's great. First, you gotta make 10 grand a month, right? And so, so what we like to do is we like to find young entrepreneurs, successful people in the industry, uh, and hear some of their story, where they come from, what they do and all that good stuff. So Drake, we appreciate you, my friend. Let's queue up right now with the first question, man. Uh, how did you get started, man? What was, uh, you know, what was the process when someone showed this business to you for the first time? And what was the tool that was used? And how did you get recruited into network marketing? It is funny, um, you know, with me, I, I, like I was telling you, I was playing college football and um, I was sitting there on my hands and knees praying every night, man. It's funny, I was making music. <laughs> I was doing okay. garage band and bro, I was trying anything and everything to make money, some, some legal, some illegal, you know what I'm saying? And um, bro, I, I, I was on my Snapchat one night and I saw this dude, um, you know, and he, he posted, I'm gonna get this Ferrari in a year. You know, I saw that and it changed my mind. I was like, bro, how is he going to get a Ferrari in a year? You know, I used to party with this dude. Right. So, um, yeah. Went slid in his DMs and, uh, you know, he prospected me, showed me the plan. And, you know, I signed up, I think, two days later and uh, didn't take it seriously for a couple months, but came back home and uh, ran with it right as I got home, man. Oh, man, that's awesome. You know, and, and listen, for the audience out there, it's, it's, there's all different ways um, to attract people uh, like Drake, you know, for, for him, it was the car that got his attention for others. <laughs> it, it could be, you know, someone gave back a hundred grand to charity. It could be a Rolex watch. It could be sitting courtside at a game, no matter what it is. The point is, is that there's people out there always looking. There's people like Drake that were on his hands and knees, praying for something more, praying for something different. And like he said, though, what's so awesome is success is based on your environment, right? And so if you're hanging around, but what we always used to say, you know, it's been around for a long time. You hang out with four broke people, you're bound to be the fifth broke. You hang out with four troublemakers, you're bound to get yourself into trouble. And so your law of associations is key, man. So let's go back now and talk a little bit about when you got started, when you really started to take it serious. You know, what were some of the, if you could go back five years plus now to that young Drake that was just getting started, what are some things you would do different today? No regrets, but now that you know what you know, what are some things you do different that could maybe get you to where you are faster? Honestly, it's such a hard question because for me, man, I went through so many trials and tribulations when I started, you know, six months into the business, my mom's house burned down and different stuff like that. She went wow. homeless for two years. Um, you know, I was living couch to couch for honestly, I think the next 12 months on my friend's couches, living out of a suitcase and stuff until I got my own apartment. I think, I mean, I, I'm going to be real with you, man. I know that everybody wants to hear you know, what would you go back and change? But 
I don't think I would go back and change anything. I think that the struggle is what's made me because too many people, they leave their Instagram, you know, Instagram and, and, and social media is such a facade. Now it's something where they own people only show the good. And one of the big, I, there is something I wish I would have gone back and documented the struggle more. I wish I would have shown the actual dirty grind that it took to get to the next level. Um, and, uh, you know, man, we were, we were trading and, and, and building this business out of pancake houses and IHOPs and waffle houses. And, you know, it's just until we got apartments where we had Wi-Fi and stuff. And I, you know, back then, obviously you're sitting there and you, you have a million dollar dream and, you know, you're telling people, yo, we're going to become this. And you don't want to document the waffle houses, but when you get to this level, you're like, dang, I really wish I would have recorded it and stuff like that, you know? So it's kind of a struggle, but I think that's, that's the main thing I, I wish I would have done. But other than that, man, I feel like you, you, you want to live through those times so that you can help people through those times once you get to this level, because you're not helping people that are million dollar earners every single day. You're helping people that are in the exact same scenarios that you just came from. You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah. You, you hit it. You hit a few good notes there. I and mean, you're so, you're so right. You know, and, 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 and what he's saying for the audience out there is look, there, there's a struggle, right? To, to, to get to where you want to go and let's call it 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month, get eventually to the hundred K a month, which is a lot of the young entrepreneurs goals out there to get there. There are sacrifices. There are things that, that Drake just said. I mean, being, you, you can't even do meetings at your own place because you don't have Wi-Fi or one, you don't even have a place. And so you got to use those, the Waffle Houses. For us, man, it was the library, bro. And we were building <laughs> back in the day. The library was free and it had these little rooms. And if you were yeah. a member, you got the room. And, and yeah. I remember that. And the other places, man, we used to do these meetings would be like, these old rundown, like they called it the woman's club. And it was a hundred year old building. It was falling apart, but man, wow. for 50 bucks a night, they'd let you rent it. And it had a stage and, and uh, you had to bring your own chairs, man. I remember we used to unload wow. chairs from the car. So, so I feel you, man. And I, and I, I agree with you, man. The struggles is, is what made you where you are today. And, and, uh, and that's so cool. Yeah. So let's, let's transition right into something along sure. that way, because to get to there, to get to where you are from there, personal development had to be key, right? I mean, you had to start changing the way you thought about things, your philosophies, the books you read. Talk a little bit about what that's meant to you over the last five years. Yeah, man, I remember my first month in the business, um, I came home well, when I really took it seriously. So I started and then I, I, I had to transition out of college for two months and then I came home. That's really my first month I talk about. Um, so I, I came home and I remember my first month, I think it was like my fourth week, uh, we did a home event at my house um, with all of the people that were launching in Dallas. And um, I sat in the car with one, of my, with one of my guys that ended up becoming my business partner, not my business partner anymore, but um, we sat in the car for two hours. You know, the, the night, you know, conversations where you're sitting in the car and just dreaming. And I listened to Outwitting the Devil uh -huh. by Napoleon Hill. And um, that audio, I'm gonna be real, that was the first personal development I've ever listened to in my life. And it scared the living crap out of me. I, I, was like, I don't know why, who I'm listening to. Why is this guy freaky? Why is he weird? What is he doing for me? You know, and I, that transition in my mind to where I didn't even listen to it for, I think six months later, but it got me into personal development. And I think back then, you know, personal development four or five years ago, three years ago was a massive thing in the industry. You know, I feel like not enough leaders put enough emphasis on personal development because you have people that come from, you know, abusive homes. You have people come from, you know, three jobs, two jobs, horrible environments, you know, horrible home environments. Maybe your work environment sucks. 
um, different things like that, you know, and the thing that's going to transition your mind of where you're at to where you want to go is that personal development because you have to become that person in the future in the present, right? And what's going to do that is personal development. When you listen to the same music, you're having the same conversations. I always say that some of your conversations is where you're going to end up in the future. So those conversations come out of your mouth from what comes inside of your head. And what's going inside of your head every single day? Is it music? Is it TV shows? Is it whatever? God, bro, personal development is what's made me who I am. And I feel like there's not enough. People do not train on personal development enough. They do not have enough systems for personal development. They do not have it. Like, it is such a big thing and people don't even understand. Yes, getting the recruits. Yes, you know, uh, uh, making sure the product is amazing and the demos and all, all this different stuff for whatever industry you're in. But what the mentality is 90% of your success. Same thing with me in trading. We are our products trading. 90% of success in trading is your mental side of it. It's not the actual physical. It's not anything. It's mentality. So what transitions your mentality from where you're at to where you want to go in the future is personal development. It's like a, it's a hack. Yeah, man. No, you, you, you're so right. And, and for me, I was the same way. I had never read a book in high school. I mean, unless I was forced to, and even then I didn't probably do it. And, and uh, but, but when I started, when I started knowing there was books out there that, that truly could change my philosophies, the way I think about things, my attitude, my, my vision on business and being successful, uh, it really started to, to, to help me out. And, you know, a book right now that I'm reading is The Ten Rings um, by, 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 uh, by 11 Rings by Phil Jackson. Okay. And, uh, you know, coach of Chicago Bulls that, you know, coach of Michael Jordan, but then to top off your career and go coach Kobe Bryant and in the Lakers and all that. <laughs> You know, he's got some good info in that book. And one of the things that he talks about is continuing to work on yourself. You know, you got you, you, you're a pro, you, you are a product of yourself. You, you are attracting or you're not attracting. And either way, um, you, you can control that. And by, by personal development, uh, can really change that. And so let's talk a little bit about on that kind of that same note, man, is I know where you come from, you know, without saying company names and all that kind of stuff. And we keep it, we keep the podcast clean. But man, I know the company you're with. You guys are in full out momentum. You're rocking. But the one thing I know, because I know some of those gentlemen over there, they're my friends. What incredible mentorship you guys got yeah. and what you guys have really been able to develop and, and then yeah. layers of development. You know, you got young 25-year-old kids making, you know, multiple six figures a week now and, and all of that. That doesn't come just because someone gets lucky. It comes because there's some serious mentors. What has that meant to you over these past few years locking in with, with specifically your mentor, mentor who I know is close to doing a million dollars a month today? Yeah, I think mentorship is highly underrated um in this industry you know i feel like a lot of the times we choose a mentor and we come in and we're like okay cool i'm gonna go make this amount of money i'm gonna do this but ego is so high that you learn what you want to learn and when you have a mentor you have to unlearn to relearn everything that you you have your entire life because where you're at right now i mean if I, someone said this last night but if you were to get fired from your job right now, you go and look for another job at the same hourly wage. Why? Because that's where your mentality is at. True. And I think that when you start to hang around, you know, people that are making X amount a month, you know, when I came in, it was only five grand a month. That was the top income that anyone was making. I thought that was Lamborghini status. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, I feel like, you know, that blew my mind that someone can make five grand a month. You know, that's crazy nowadays. It's, it's so different. But I have attached myself 
to the hip of my mentor. I mean, it is sickening. I moved in with my mentor. Like I, I, I lived with my mentor for a year and a half. He couldn't get away from me. He was in the bathroom. I was outside writing notes on the conversation he was having on the phone. Like it, 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 is, it is a sickening thing where if you allow me to be in your circle, you are going to tell me to get out of your circle before anything else. Like I am going to be attached so close to you. You're going to have to put a restraining order on me. And that's how I think is a massive predecessor of my success is my level of coachability and my level of Drake. You don't know anything every day that you wake up, go and attach yourself to somebody and sit next. It's not like a man. And this is the thing that people need to understand about mentors is it's not, I'm going to hold your hand and tell you what to do every single step of the way. I'm going to sit next to my mentor. I'm not going to ask him everything, what I need to do, but I'm going to grind right next to him. And when I have like a little struggle, I might ask him, you know, what do I do here? But I'm going to go get my own success. And just being around him levels up your vibration. Just like we talked about, um, you know, earlier, Mike, is your environment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think, I think it's very underrated. And I feel like not enough people, if your mentor is in your city and you're not with them today, you are, you are high, like you are messing up. You need to go, if your mentor is in your city, in your state, you need to drive around them as much as possible. Go sit next to them and work with them as much as you freaking can. Yeah, man. I, I feel, you know, the gentleman that got me started, man, he was my assistant principal. And, you know, people always laugh today. They're like, man, that, was that good or bad? I'm like, man, it was good because he was a cool dude. Uh, but man, I'm the same as you. I remember, I mean, hours upon hours a day driving with him, going places to meet someone an hour away and they don't even show up. And, and normal people would be upset with that. I'm like upset. I get to be in an hour in the car with my mentor and then they didn't show up. So I got to sit with them and then drive back. I mean, that's three or four hours that I got to pick his brain, just me and him in the car. So, so I'm with you on that, man. The chance that you had to get to move in with them. We're not saying for you listeners out there that you got to go move in with your mentor. But the point is, if they offer, man, take it up because it could, change, it could change your life. And so uh, just to kind of wrap up a little bit, man, two Please. things, man. We'll wrap up with two, uh, one more question and I'll leave you uh, the chance to, to share something uh, strong with the audience to, to inspire them to continue to grind, to continue to work. But, you know, I know for you guys, and what I've been watching you do, and I just watched the uh, last month and a half ago, the entire Miami Dolphin Stadium filled with just yeah. young entrepreneurs. What has the big events meant to you? And what should that mean to some of our listeners that may be questioning, should they go to their next company's big event? How important is that to get what I used to say, get it from your head to your heart? Yeah, I mean, we all heard big decisions happen at big events. You have to understand the number one skill that you can have coming into this business is and the number one game plan the number one campaign the number one strategy it's not recruiting it's not demos it's not it's not a home of it's it's events the number one strategy you should have is how to formulate your business around a big event and then you fill in the gaps around that when i when i look at my 2021 20, rest of it in 2022 and i have x amount of people in my business you know uh 1100 1200 1300 i i'm looking at okay cool how when's the next big event Okay, cool. It's in three months. It's in 90 days. Well, every single call, every single DM, every single message, every single launch, every single one-on-one, -on -one, it's not just random. It's grinding for that next big event. And that is the vision of where, like, you have to lead from a big event. Why? Because it's just like, it's just like anything. If there was the NBA playoffs, if there was no NBA playoffs, no NBA championship, 
no one would just want to watch people regular season every day because there'd be no winners. There'd be no like big people on stage. There'd be no MVPs. You have it's, it, it is a cycle that every single business, every single organization has used in the entire planet. So, and I, I also think, man, the vibrations at, a, at an event, when, when you start to hang around and be around thousands of people that have the same goals as you, I don't know about you, man, me and you are athletes and stuff, you know, and it's, I'm competitive. So if I see somebody sitting next to me that has the same goal as me and we're at the same income level per month and somebody else is on stage talking that we both want to get at, I'm like, bro, I'm getting there before you. <laughs> like, I don't know who you are. I'm getting there on stage. And um, I think it's not just a competitive level, but it's you start to see different countries, different states, different ethnicities, di di diversity, you know, different like it's it genders. And you start to see that, okay, cool. It's not just a me show. It's not just about me making money. How many people can I get into this freaking building now? Because this is the best experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah, man, I feel you. And that's, you know, you said it, you said it really. You know, I used to always use the example. It's, it's like going to a Super Bowl. You can watch it on TV or you could be down on the field yep. watching it. What would the experience be and the differences? Well, yeah. it wouldn't even be comparable. And so uh, I agree with you, man. Just in wrapping up, man, last, uh, last 30 seconds here. Uh, you've got an audience here probably of a few hundred, probably a few thousand people going to listen into this podcast. Uh, some of them are struggling. Some of them are about to give up. You know, is it worth it? What, what is your last message uh, to this group of uh, the life of a networker? Just to be real with you, what else are you going to go do if it's not this? You know, what, what else are you going to do? I, I'm an average dude. I'm a below average dude with above average dreams. And there's no other industry in the world that can support the big dreams that I have. And for you, my man, lady, queen, king, you know, you have no idea who you're going to become in two years. You're going to look back at the Instagram and Instagram memories and the photo gallery of today. And you're going to look back in two years and be like, yo, I cannot believe I was that person two years ago. I have grown to a level I could not even imagine. And think about your memories from two years ago. The problems that you have, you look at a picture from two years ago, you don't remember the problems. You remember just who you were in that time. So the problems that you're facing today are not going to matter in two years. You're just going to be glad that you continued to grow in your camera role instead of giving up. And, um, you know, my thing is if you quit, right. If the person who brought me into network marketing quit, where would I be? I, I wouldn't be here. Thousands of people wouldn't be here. So if you quit, you have thousands of people lives that are not going to be changed from your decision to stop. And, um, every single day I, I think about when, 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 it, when I'm on a call, when I'm on a one-on-one, -on -one, when I'm on a launch, I just want this person to understand how great their destiny is about to be inside of this industry because they have so many people. I can't affect the same person that you affect, Mike. Yeah. The person that's listening to this call, I can affect the same person that they are going to affect. So we all have a job as a whole, as a united, uh, as a united community to go change the world. And, um, you know, we all have a mission. Yeah, man, absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. Uh, we've got Drake in the house and sharing and dropping bombs for you. And, you know, what's your takeaway here is, is culture is important, big events, yep. personal development, showing up, not quitting, right? And, and you're really just one recruit away from an explosion in your business. And the only way to get there is if you don't quit, don't look back, stay focused, live in the moment. And uh, we appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Dude, Mike, I appreciate you more, man. Thank you for this. It's been amazing.
thank you for listening to The Life of a Networker. We really hope you have gotten some inspiration or value from listening to our show. For more info or to reach out, visit us at thelifeofanetworker.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Tell2 app, powered by RapidFunnel. It's not just another app. It's an entirely new technology category. The Tell2 app gives you a genuine way to build real relationships with your customers and get quality referrals with less work from you. Go to tell2app.com and build your brand, your way, and tell your story better.